Hey y'all, welcome back to the Lit Bay Podcast. I'm your host, Kerwin, and my pronouns are they, them, and this is a mostly bookish podcast. Lit Bay Pod is on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube if you follow, if you want to follow, if you do social media, if you don't, that's all right. Also, feel free to follow my show on the platform where you listen to the show. That's how you'll know when like I release new episodes or bonus episodes. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's how you'll know, because I don't have, like, a set release schedule, because life be lifing. Um, If you're looking for more information on how to read books for free or how to resist Amazon while you're on your reading journey, please check the information in my show notes. Um, I have referral codes and information on different apps such as Libby, Libro.fm, Hoopla, Bookshop.org, Pango Books, and The Storygraph. If you're looking to get books for free or read books for free I should say um I would definitely say you might want to check out your local library get your library card if you don't already have one and the Libby app and the Hoopla app are definitely going to be for you because you can just put your library card number into the app and then you can check out audiobooks and uh ebooks out straight from your phone or your tablet or whatever yeah and then that's free and the library actually I mean their selection is pretty fire. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, they be having the new shit. So, you know, uh, just remember that Libby sometimes has a wait list for popular books, but Hoopla really never really has a wait list for anything. But you should get both apps on your phone, Libby and Hoopla. Um, Libro.fm is a great alternative to Audible because, the, well, they're both $14.99 and Audible is under Amazon. Libro.fm is not. Libro.fm is also just an all audiobook platform. So if you're really into audiobooks, it might be worth it to get in there and do your thing. And then bookshop.org is a website where you can buy books in all forms, books in all formats. So you can buy ebooks, audiobooks, physical books, all the books. Um, but the money that you spend there goes to independent bookstores, which is great. It doesn't go to Amazon. Pango Books is awesome because. You can sell your old books that you know you're not going to read no more. Or you can buy people's old books that they know they're not going to read no more. Yeah. Pango Books is awesome. Um, I used to say this thing in my intro where I'd be like, oh, yeah, like I still haven't spent real money on Pango Books because I've just been selling books and then I use that money to buy books. But recently, that is not the case anymore. I have spent my first like $40 on this app and I regret nothing. Um, I bought all these books on like boundaries. Um, and they're like brand new books and they're in excellent condition. Um, I also want to shout out to all the people that use Pango books, all the people that have, that I've interacted with y'all are super like awesome and understanding and patient. Um, and I, I love y'all. Y'all are great. Yeah. The people on Pango books, like if, if you know, you can't get something out in like a day or two message your people, if you're selling stuff and just be like, Hey, I want to get this out as quickly as possible, but I can't get this out until like the fourth day. Is that all right with you? A lot of times they're just like, yeah, that's cool. Thanks for letting me know. Everybody's super nice on there and I really love it. Um, And so that's a way, that's a great way to get cheap books and especially new books for cheap because you know, hardback covers are so expensive. But anyway, um, the last one I'm going to talk about is the Storygraph. It's a great alternative to Goodreads because Goodreads is also owned by Amazon. The Storygraph is also black woman owned and they we use Storygraph, of course, because of the great bookish stats. They tell you what authors you read the most, what genres you read the most, which I would just like to say 
that right now queer lit and romance for me are neck and neck i'm like it's like a three book difference queer lit is like in the lead but only by like three books i'm like oh shit <laughs> i'm like oh shit but yeah it's it's a great app i really love it and i always tell people about it and they have this really great feature is uh so that if you use goodreads and you're like oh i want to put my i want to be able to transfer my goodreads stats over to storygraph you can do that and I had a friend that did it, and she said it was a flawless transition. So um, I've never had a Goodreads account, but if you do, and you're like, oh, I'm going to switch over to Storygraph or just have a Goodreads and Storygraph account, but I still want to switch over my reading stats, there is a feature for that. Why do I feel like I'm like out of breath because I'm talking so fast, and I don't need to? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so this podcast gets E for explicit. Because I be cussing, child. I be cussing because I'm grown. I be cussing because it's fun. And I don't fuck how you feel about it. Um, <laughs> a. So word of the day is gravitate. Gravitate is a verb. Gravitate means tend to move or to be attracted to or towards someone or something. My sentence this time around is I definitely gravitate toward more like queer people in the room. And like, I don't know. It's something about when you walk into a place and like you spot another queer person, you're like, family. Yeah, like that'd be me. I don't be yelling it across the thing. Last time I did that, I was in the library and I couldn't just be like, family. Because you know, you're supposed to be quiet in the library. So um, <laughs> there was that. But yeah, I love seeing queer people out in the wild. Just living life and existing and shit. You know, I, I'm i here for it. I'm here for exist queer existence. We're here. Okay. So... Um, one of the books that I recently finished is Out There Screaming, finally. That is the horror anthology series that was edited by Jordan Peele. None of the stories were written by Jordan Peele. However, they are, the stories were written by, um, really good black horror writing authors. The stories in that book were fantastic. Um, I think that this book could be, is, can be consumed well in any format I think if you're reading the physical book it'll still hit you the same way that the audiobook did for me I did the audiobook um and I loved it I I thought that it was like as a black person listening to these stories I was like this is kind of terrifying some of the stuff that they were talking about was kind of terrifying um I don't know but all of it was just like it was really really good and I'm so glad I read it um and I can't and I like wrote down some author names that I'm like, well, I have some of their books already. I just haven't read them yet. And so I was like, let me push these up to the front because I'm going to get into it. But the writing was excellent. The audiobook narrators, excellent. I have no notes. I thought this was a great book. I thought it was perfection. Um, yeah, the stories were great. So I no notes. Um, currently. I am reading Kiss and Spell by Celestine Martin. Kiss and Spell follows... Oh, what's her name? What's your name, baby? What's your name? What is her name? I don't remember the girl's name. But basically, when we start the story, we find out that she... She got... She was about to get married, and her groom, like ran away like he never showed up for the ceremony and so instead of 
you know, being like, oh, all this cake and all this like party stuff is going to go to waste. She like turns it into like this big community thing. And it's like, hey, everybody come eat this food, come eat this cake, come dance, come celebrate. Like I'm not getting married, but whatever. So this is the person we're dealing with. Just beautiful, just beautiful person, beautiful spirit. And so, you know, a year passes and she is just like, I'm trying to get my life together. You know, she works at this like metaphysical shop. It's called Light as a Feather, which I thought was adorable. And um, she's just like, you know, she still believes in love, but she's just like, I'm just not ready for any kind of like commitment right now. So she's I just I just can't do it. And so she ends up meeting this elf and his name. I also forgot. Damn, I forgot. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. So he's he's an elf, and he's like an elf prince. No, he's a fae prince. Excuse me. He's not an elf. He's a fae. Okay, he's a fae prince, and he is cursed. And so, oh, and old girl, I forgot to tell y'all, she's a witch. So we got a witch and a fae, um, both black, mind you. I said, oh, spice. Um, and so they're together. So they're, no, they're not together. But like, the prince is like, he's cursed. They call it an enchantment, but he's like, girl, I'm cursed. And so they have to basically, the girl, the witch basically has to like come with him and just be like, okay, look, we live in this town. It's all about magic and like finding love and blah, blah, blah. And we have these like, we have this festival that's dedicated to finding your love, your, you know, your perfect love or your perfect match or whatever. We need to go to these events and I'm going to help you. I'm going to be your wing woman. We're going to do this, do that, do that. And we're going to break this curse for you. And so I know how this story is going to end. You know how this story is going to end. They're going to be together. We already know this. I haven't finished the book yet, but I'm like halfway through. I know they're going to be together, but I need to know in what way they're going to come together. You feel me? I don't know because things are really on the rocks right now. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is I'm having a ball reading this book. It's really great. It's written really well. I love that. I would consider this like a fantasy romance because old girl is a witch. Old dude is a fae prince. Um, There's ogres walking around. They got magicians. They got who else walking around here? Gnomes and shit. Yeah, like people are... There's some people, but it's mostly like mythical creatures. And it's just like everyday, everyday occurrences that you just never know who you're going to see. So I was like, okay, great. So I I thought that was really cool. Uh, So I would consider this a fantasy romance, but I don't know that others would, but I'm having a ball. Something else I'm currently reading is The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. Now, this book right here is making me, it's, it's like inspiring me because I am a person that hosts events i host many different types of events throughout the year uh both for like community events but also i host things for people that i love dearly and so i host events that are like you know what like soul fulfilling or like just reflective events i don't know how i would say it so i host like seasonal events that are like they align with like uh the winter solstice the summer solstice stuff like that um and we usually it's usually a potluck and we usually just get together, we gather, we eat, we drink, if you're drinking, um, and we just have these really great conversations around like, you know, what do we need for this upcoming season? Like, what have we been going, what what happened in the past season? How are we expecting to move forward in the new season? Things like that. So I love putting together gatherings, um, and she's given me a lot to think about. 
Um, I was actually recommended this book by a really good friend and um, I found it on Pango Books. Eh. And so I just bought it because I was like, this is a book and I'm glad I did buy it because I'm like highlighting everything and I'm like tabbing it up. So I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that to my friend's copy of this book. And this is a book I'm going to have forever as like a person that is, you know, somebody that puts on community events and just puts on events. I am a host. Okay. I mean, I am a host. So yeah, I'm really um, inspired. I'm feeling inspired. And I even get like a little, I got like a little emotional reading this book, but I forgot why. Oh, I got a little emotional reading this book at first because I was just thinking of, you know, when I think about 2024 and how I'm going to be moving in 2024, I am not going to be someone who is going to betray myself nor my body um, for, you know, for the vibe, for the gram. For the community, I'm not doing it. Like, I, you know, I'm taking a little, I'm taking like a two-month break, I would say, from like hosting anything. And um, because I'm exhausted, I've been hosting all, I've been hosting all different types of events um, all year long. And um, I'm just really exhausted. And so I was like, I'm going to take this break. But the break is not to, (laughs) the break is not to like, Oh, I'm going to go hard 2024, going to go harder and do more. No, I don't know what the fuck that voice just was, but walk with me, walk with me. I'm not taking this break to like push myself even harder. I'm taking this break so that I can realign with myself. And I, in moving into the new year, when I get opportunities, I can decide, does this align with me or does it not? Do I have time for this for real or do we not? And I can say, yes, this aligns. No, this does not align. I'm not going to do it. That is why I'm taking this break. And I, it's done wonders for me already. Um, But this book has also just gotten me really excited about just hosting again and just what new things I can bring in and try. And um, I'm just really excited. So yeah, this book was just a really, I I would say that this book is a gift to me. Um, It's a gift to me from me, (laughs) period. And the next book that I'm reading, I'm almost done. I got two hours left on my audiobook. Everything is Not Enough by Lola Akamende Akerstrom. She also wrote In Every Mirror, She is Black. Um, and this just chronicles three different black women who are living in Sweden. And they're three different, you know, all of them are having very different experiences in Sweden as black women. Um, and this is the sequel. Everything is Not Enough is the sequel to In Every Mirror She is Black. And I must say, I'm really enjoying Everything is Not Enough. It is very good. And I'm wondering if there is going to be a third book, if there's going to be like a series. But yeah, um, I'm not going to give you too much on this one because uh, it's you need to read it. It's good. It's good. Um, I don't know that this book is on any of the library apps yet because it it's like brand new. It just came out October 24th. So I don't think it's out on any of the apps yet. But if you're on uh, like, what is that thing called? Libro.fm. Maybe the next book that you use your credit on is Everything Is Not Enough. I I just, it's amazing. It's really good. Uh, Lola Akamende Akerstrom with the In Every Mirror She Is Black. That is her first fiction book that she ever read, which I thought was really good. This is her second uh, Everything Is Not Enough is her second fiction book ever. She is killing it. She is fucking killing it. She's very good. Very good writer. Everything that she writes, like the pacing is really good. 
everything that she writes makes sense. There's no lulls, you know what I mean? And you, she knows how to build up to things without like giving you extra shit that you didn't ask for. You know what I mean? Like she's just good. So everything is not enough. I highly recommend. I highly recommend you read both of her fiction books. But you know, you got to do you at the end of the day. So I realized too, um, there's usually a music section on this, um, on this, on these episodes. And I haven't really been talking about music and like what I've been listening to and things like that. And I would love to do that right now. That's all right with you. Better be because I'm about to do it right now and go. So for music, (laughs) I've been listening to a lot of Sleep Token. Um, I've been hearing a lot of their music on TikTok and, um, I actually listened to their like latest album and I, I've only gave it like one listen and I didn't hear anything I hated. So I was like, okay, I think right now, obviously the summoning that six minute ass song, it's fabulous. It is so good. I love it. Um, I've been seeing like them cause I think they're on tour right now. I think sleep token is on tour right now. I've been, I've been loving the masks and the costumes and them kissing each other on stage. And I don't know. I was like this, I'm into it. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Kiss them. Kiss them. Um, I love it. Um, another favorite song of mine from them is Granite. Ciao. It's good. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. It does something to me. It does something to me. Uh, next up is an artist I just found out about, also from TikTok, is Aya Luna. It's um, spelled A-Y-A-L-U-N-A. And maybe it's Aya Luna or I. No, I, I don't know. Aya Luna? I don't know. But that's how it's spelled. And I've been listening to Second Life EP, their Second Life EP. The EP is called Second Life, so I'm trying to say. It's very good. Uh, very good. All my pole girlies out there. All my pole they thems out there. All my pole he hims out there. This is your pole soundtrack. This is this is the one. This is the one. Um so also Andre 3000 came out with a new album, New Blue Sun, where he is playing a lot of like wood wind instruments. Really enjoying that. Um, he has some very interesting names for tack tr- uh, track titles. Um, and that's his business. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's really nice to have on for just like uh, background noise. <clears throat> he also did a GQ interview. Um, and I watched it on uh, YouTube. And I'm going to link it in my show notes in case you're just like, what? Boop, boop, boop. But he talks about his album and he talks about his life after Outcast. And um, I just, I really loved what he said about privacy and how he really had to think about, like, he was like, you know, I, I'm, an, I'm an artist and I want to drop work, but I want my privacy. I want to like live life, you know? And I, I, and I think he should be able to live his life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I, I want him to live his most normal, comfortable life. I think he's worth it. <laughs> so I love that for him. Um, but he is planning on touring. That's what he said. And he basically said that the tour is like every show is going to be different because they're just going to get up there and vibe. And I thought that that was like, I thought that was really sick that he's going to do it like that. And I'm really curious as to see how much those tickets are going to be. Real curious. Um he I hope I would love it if he came to Richmond but you know listen if he goes to DC that's fine if he goes to DC it's fine 
that I, I will go. Or maybe I could like travel to see him and just like do whatever. Cause that's what I did for Florence and the Machine. I traveled to I traveled to Nashville to go see her, um, and I just made a trip out of it. I was like, let me go see Nashville. Let me go see what it's about. And I had a ball. I had a blast. So maybe I'll do that. But yeah, um, New Blue Sun by Andre Three Thousand. Look at that. Um, also, I have been listening to. James Blake, he released an album, I think it was back in September. It's called Playing Robots Into Heaven. Um, the first opening track, Asking to Break, is my shit. And then uh, He's Been Wonderful is a really interesting one, too. I haven't really given the whole project, like, a full listen. Because some, I don't know, James Blake is, like, re- he is really good at music. He's good at everything he does, I think. But um, sometimes, sometimes he's just... I don't know. Sometimes the beats just don't hit me the hit me right the first time is what I'll say. So I just I have to like listen to the whole thing again. But asking to break has been a joy, a treat. Um, and then I also found this person called Low Leaf, and they have this album called Palm Psalms: A Light to A Light to Resolve All Darkness. Um, and it's basically just like this beautiful woman just playing all of these really interesting intru- instruments. Um, and I'm, I love it. It's very good. Uh, there's no words. It's just vibes. So it's good to just kind of have on in the background. And that's kind of the music I've been gravitating towards too. Just music without words so that I can just feel. Um, so that's where I've been at. Also, we have a TV and music section this time. Or TV and movies, my bad. TV, TV show, movie, blah, blah, blah. So I watched this movie called Mutt on Netflix. And Mutt follows a trans man who through I think it's like 24 hours we are with this trans person who um runs into their ex-boyfriend like a year and a half after they break up and after they have like medically transitioned so like this is their first time like seeing their ex-boyfriend this is their you know first time in a long time seeing their little sister this is also the first time in a long time they're seeing their father. And we kind of get a, like a glimpse into this trans man's like relationship with their parents and especially their mother and just like seeing them have like, you know, hiccups in everyday life of like, oh, your name is different than on the check than on the, than like on your ID or, you know, you can't cash this because of that or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I thought it was really good. It's an hour and a half. It's really good. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. There's also another movie on Netflix. It's called The Dads. And it's about like six dads who I think they all have trans trans children. Um, and they are just kind of talking about their experiences of like when their child came out to them. You know, how they handled it. Um, some of them lost their children to violence which is very unfortunate. Um, the And I would also like to say this movie is only 11 minutes long. Um, and my only, my only notice that I wish it was longer and that we can get a little bit more in depth. But, you know, I, I think when you're talking about like, especially like grieving a child, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push you to say more. You know, we don't want to. That's okay. You don't have to relive this for me. I'm just, I'm just being needy. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it's 11 minutes and I, I highly recommend. I think it's very good. Um, I think it was like produced by Dwayne Wade, which I thought was really cool. 
Um, but yeah, it's a really short little thing to watch and I liked it. And um, I guess I should say this also. I recently came out to my mom, finally, because I think everybody else in my life knows that I'm very gay. Um, but I came out to my mom as queer and non-binary. And I told them, I told her that I use they, them pronouns now. And I, before I did that, I was, um, oh boy, I was, I thought that shit was going to go real bad. And so before I told her, I had to like get my, I had to get, I had to call out to my community. I had to tell my sisters, I was like, y'all, I'm about to tell this woman who I am. And they were like, we got you. And they, you know, they really helped me get ready. And then I reached out to my friends and I was like, hey, I'm about to do this. And I'm about to come out to my mom. And I don't think it's going to go well. And I may need a little bit of emotional support moving forward. And, um, you know, is it okay if I reach out to you? And everybody was like, hell yeah. They were like, yeah, my full support. And they were like, let me know if things don't go well, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. And I decided that I was going to come out to my mom because I had this like urge. It was an overwhelming urge. I like felt it in my body and like in my stomach and like in my heart area. And I was like the, 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 oh my gosh, the sensation was not going away. And I remember when I got it first, I was driving around doing errands and I was like, I have to come out to my mom. I, I need to be set free and I need to come out to my mom. And um, I was terrified, but that wasn't the most, that wasn't the biggest feeling I was feeling at the time. I was just like, I need, I need a release. I need this, like, I need to be free. And she's going to do what she's going to do, but I need to be free. Um, and I am very happy to report that my mom took it very well. Um, and she just had questions and that's great. And she has more questions. I have resources I'm going to give her because I am not, I'm not Google. I'm just her child. So yeah, I, I thought that was lovely. And so, you know, I, I have been very interested in, in more queer, trans, non-binary things that I can watch and read and consume and listen to. Um, I'm in that spot again where I'm just like, yeah, and like this cisgender straight stuff doesn't do it for me anymore as much as it used to is what I'm learning. And so I'm, you know, as I'm like unloading books to sell as well, a lot of it is going to be, you know, man, woman romance that I'm just like, I'm not going to get to this because I don't care. Especially if you're white, I don't care. Don't care. So Yeah. That's my shit. That's what I've been doing. Okay. I also, before we get out of here, I have a couple of YouTube videos and podcasts I want to tell y'all about. Just things that I've watched and I was like, damn, this really resonated. Um, hot ones. Y'all watch that show where that one guy, he brings all the celebrities on and they eat hot wings together and he interviews them. It's just an amazing show on YouTube. I love it. Uh, so it's called Hot Ones. I watched Viola Davis's episode and it was awesome. Um, I really like Viola Davis. I like she just like when you see Viola Davis like outside of a character like when you see Viola just being Viola I think like she's hilarious she is hilarious and really wise and I really appreciate that and she had a lot of really great advice to give to other artists which I thought was good so I thought it was a really good episode um 
I also watched the Hot Ones episode with Lenny Kravitz, who ages like fine wine. Because I said, good God, sir. How you still look like that? He is fine. And I think he said that he's going to start touring again in the new year. And um, so I might have to listen to his music and see if it resonates and see if I might want to um, try to go to a show or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I talked about this earlier, but Andre 3000 talks about his new album and Life After Outcast is a GQ interview. It's like 30 minutes long, but I, I, it was, I liked it. I loved watching him play his flute and he looks really happy and he, you know, black rich people enjoying their money. Like I, I love it and enjoying their privacy, their privacy. I love it. Um, I also watched, y'all know I love intellectual media. They are on YouTube and, um, they, did a video called A Black Woman's History of Hoodoo, Conjure, and Witchcraft. Very good. Very good. Everyone should watch it. Watch it. I'm going to put the link to these videos in my show notes. And then I watched another episode or another video by Khadija Mbawe, which I'll know I love Khadija Mbawe. It's The Gender Wars, Aren't Y'all Tired? And where they discuss heteropessimism. Um, and if you don't know what heteropessimism is, when you watch their video... You will find out. That's what I will tell you. Link is in the bio. Link is in link is in the bio. Link is in my show notes. Um, and then for y'all that are fans of Alok Vaid Menon, um, I watched their interview on Style Like You, which I've been watching a lot of Style Like You lately. I love those episodes. I love those interviews. And I just love hearing all the really great people, especially all the great queer people they have on there all the time. I'm like, this is amazing. I think after I get done... Um, recording this episode I have a few queued up that I'm gonna watch and I'm really excited about it um but yes so the video specifically that I watched is Alok Vaid Menon finds freedom in body hair mini skirts and dressing for pure joy um and something that really stuck out to me that they said was style advice um you know they were like, if you ask me for style advice, you're not going to get like, oh, how do I style a Chelsea boot? They said style advice is healing. It's processing trauma, unlearning, and specifically unlearning what your parents and society taught you that was was like how you're supposed to be. Self-discovery. Self, uh, style advice is about therapy and mental health work. In order to heal, you have to hurt. In order to hurt, you have to break your own heart. And when they say break your own heart, they mean interrogating everything you've been taught who you should be by your parents, society, etc. Um, fashion is external validation and style is internal validation. And I, y'all, like the way that I have been like leaning more into like my personal style and like how I want to dress, you know, just regularly and like what calls out to me, like the amount of like unlearning that I've been doing, like I am in this era where I'm like, I kind of just want to like wear like really good suits. I just want to wear suits and like, I'm going to be trouser bay. Trouser bay. That's what I want to be. I want to be trouser bay. Um, and I can be trouser bay. Uh, but yeah, I just like, I like, and I love everything they said, right? It's like, in order to find your style, you have to heal. You have to hurt. And you have to break your own heart. And they, they just said a lot of really great things in that interview. And I think that it's something that everyone should maybe try to revisit. They also did another style like you interview like eight years ago. 
um, that I also watched. And it's really interesting to see the changes from that video to this video. It's just, it's just really good. So I think you should watch both, but I really think you should watch this one. Um, that I'm going to put in the show notes. Yeah, it's, 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 it was really good. Um, and then for y'all that follow nappy headed jojoba, I really enjoyed their video. It's called influencers ruined quote unquote soft life. And now it's just another grift that video. All their videos are great, but that video next fucking level, next fucking level. Y'all should definitely watch that video. It's going to be in the show notes. If you want to watch it, the link to it's in the show notes. Um, and then as far as podcasts go, I'm listening to the small doses podcast again. I used to listen to it all throughout the pandemic. I used to listen to so many podcasts during the pandemic. I used to listen to like, I think I used to have like five to six podcasts a week that I was like, I have to listen to these every week. And then I had like another like 10 podcasts that I'd be like, I could just fit these in whatever. And I was listening to so many podcasts over the, like the quarantine portion um, or high COVID, as my sister used to, or as my sister says, she says high COVID <laughs> um, <laughs> when it was high COVID. Um, but I would say quarantine portion. Um, I used to listen to so many podcasts because I was like alone. I lived alone. Um, and that was when I was still in Washington State. And I just I lived alone. And I just, you know, I I had a couple friends who would come visit me like every couple weeks and then they it just seemed like they stopped and I was like really sad because it was like they stopped because they got into relationships with other people and then they just like stopped coming to see me and I hated it and I never voiced that to them which was unfortunate but yeah I after, after that I was like I don't want to be alone and I always need to hear sounds I always need to hear music as soon as I wake up I need to hear music I need to hear a podcast. I need to hear something. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to sit in this quiet. I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to sit in stillness. I don't want to do any of this. Um, and so I used to listen to Small Doses all the fucking time. And so um, the episode that I want to talk about today is Side Effects of Palestine. And I'm bringing this up um, because I can say it with my chest now, Free Palestine. Hey, I have been doing a little bit more research. Um, and this episode really helped me understand kind of the history of what's going on. I still have some more books to read and things like that. But like, I just had a lot of questions that I just didn't feel like I was able to say it with my chest at first because I was like, well, I don't understand. And it's going to be too difficult. And it's going to be too challenging to figure this out. But I was like, it's not. And I think some people really lean on that. They lean, they depend on you leaning on the fact that it's like, oh, it's too too complicated to get into these affairs. Oh, how do, how is that? How do I have to? Why do I have to know about this? Like this is so far away, it's on the other side of the world. There's just like a lot of similarities. You'll find in any in most conflicts, right? That people countries have been taking notes from America for years, and I mean notes on like how to treat people like shit. So this is a great episode to start with if you're like, where do I start? I would say start here. And then from there, um, I don't know. Go to your go to your closest radical bookstore. Um, there is a bookstore called Hay House Market. Um, I think I believe they're hayhousemarket.org, I think. I don't think they're .com. I think they're .org. Let me check that real quick. I don't want to be telling y'all no lies. Hey, Mark. No. Hey, what did I just say? Hey, Market Books. Look at this. So it is. Oh, my God. It's not Hey House. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's not Hey House. It's HeyMarketBooks.org. My bad. And they are still doing free books for Free Palestine on here. 
basically they have three different uh, ebooks that they're going to send you for free if you want to learn more. And I think you should get them. I already got mine. I got mine, but they're, you know, they're ebooks. So I got them via email. So that means you get them immediately, which is awesome. Um, but yeah. And then it looks like, let me see what's going on. It says right now it says happy holidays, 40% off all Haymarket books. Well, look at that. Our sale is here early this year. All Haymarket books are 40% off through Tuesday, January 2nd. So bitch, if you're ready to radicalize, okay, you're ready to work, you're ready to rock. This is your time to shop for your information. Yes. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, I would say haymarketbooks.org is the way to go. Um, or whatever your radical bookstore is, the closest one. Um, another one that I really like is the Pilsen Community Bookstore. Pilsen Community Bookstore. Is that what it is? Yeah, pilsencommunitybooks.com. You can go there if you live in Chicago, or you can just order from them online. They have these really cool totes. I have one. It says, always carry a book. And basically, it spells like every first letter of the word spells out a cab which i thought is really cute um so if you're interested in a tote you can gift a tote to your radical bestie you can gift a tote to yourself but they also are another bookstore that i feel like if you're wanting to get a little bit more radical or understand things a little bit better or the history of things a little bit better um this is your place to let that rock so yeah that's all i have for right now um, but I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves, and I hope that if this is the season for you where you're slowing down and really going into cozy season, I hope you have the coziest season uh, because you deserve. And I hope you're having a cozy season with your books um, and good company, good food, lots of stews, soups, chilies, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I just I hope you're having the best time because you deserve it. I love you so much, and I want the best for you, and I hope you have a fabulous week, fabulous month. I hope you're doing things that make you happy, um, and I love you so much. Did I already say that already? I'm going to say it again. I love you so much, and I mean it. I'm going to say it one more time. Oh, my God. I love you so much. All right. I love you. Bye.